This is a Soulfire production. Today is a huge day if you're listening to this episode the day it releases. It's 2-2-22, which, first of all, incredible portal, incredible numerology. This month is going to be so epic for so many reasons, but we have today, 2-2-22, and then we have 2-22-22. We are not going to see numerology like this at any other point in our lifetime, so it's just really good energy. I encourage you to soak it up and think about that number amplified that too, that balance, that partnership coming into equilibrium, relationships of all sorts, really good stuff. And why I'm extra excited about today is because today is the day my book Manifestation Mastery officially releases. Oh my gosh. I mean, I feel like this is really all that's been on my mind recently. There's been so much that's gone into this launch and it's been so exciting and honestly feels really surreal because I've wanted to release a book my whole life and I always thought I would, but I didn't think it was going to be this. I didn't think it was going to be like this and I'm so grateful that that it is. And so my book, Manifestation Mastery, you can purchase today and get it shipped straight to your house. It is a channeled text all about the energetics of attraction, how manifestation really works, how to do the root cause work to really activate your power as an effortless manifester because you always are manifesting. Most people just aren't conscious of it. So the key is how do we actually take control of that superpower that everyone has? If you want a comprehensive guide to raising your frequency and manifesting effortlessly, this book is for you. And what excites me most about the book is, yes, the information, but also just the frequency that is being transmitted. It's difficult to explain if you haven't had the experience. If you've been on any calls with me, if you're in any of my containers, you uh, probably know what I'm talking about. Or if you have ever listened to any of my channeled messages on YouTube or in the Channel Collective membership which will be opening again at the end of the month, by the way. But if you've listened to any of my channel messages or read any of them, you probably have felt that, that frequency shift. If you've gone through the 5D Ascension Activator, which is a free course I have on my website that is meant to help you shift to 5D, you probably felt that energy transfer. And what's so cool about this book is it's very much alive in the sense of receiving those energetic shifts as you're reading it. And you're going to notice that even without implementing anything, your life starts to rearrange and things start to unlock within you and you're going to start to feel different and think differently. It's really just allowing yourself to receive the energy of the text. And that is something they talk about at the beginning of the book. They say, set set an intention. What is it they're looking to get out of this out of this text? And it's something that you can return to so many times in your life and you'll get something different out of it every time. I know for me, I mean, I've read this book, obviously, what feels like a gazillion times. And every time I do, I get something new from it because I really am reading with a new set of eyes, right? Depending on where we're at in life and what we're moving through and what we're thinking about, feeling, we're going to read things, receive things differently. And so the same message said at multiple points in your life, you will receive quite differently 
And you'll have that experience with the book and something I have been doing and a lot of my friends have also been doing with this book is kind of using it as a daily oracle and just opening to a random page, which I would recommend reading the the full thing first, but then, you know, using it as an oracle and opening up to a random page in the morning and reading just a page or maybe two and trusting that you'll receive the message that you're meant to in in that day. So I think of it as a resource, as a tool, as a guide. And if it's your first channeled text ever, this is very exciting. I'm excited. I think it's a really digestible channeled text and it's very actionable. So anybody who's really into personal growth, personal developments, wants to understand manifestation and energetic shifts, but in a really tangible, practical, applicable way, I highly recommend checking it out. And if it does resonate with you, share it with with someone you know. All of the information will be at manifestationmasterybook.com and instructions will be there as well to get some extra freebies. So if you purchase today, you can get a free manifestation activation. It's a recording. You can listen to it whenever you want to really amplify your manifestations. And then if you do leave an Amazon review, which I will ask for if you want to support me because that's really how we're going to spread word about the book. Amazon reviews are so important. If you do leave one of those, then you can also get a free bonus chapter. So there's a bonus chapter that you're probably going to want to read. So all the instructions to get access to your freebies are at manifestationmasterybook.com. You know, easy to find if you go to my website, christinathechannel.com, Instagram, YouTube, I'm sure you'll be able to find it, but wow, I can't believe today is the day. And if you got the pre-order of the ebook, it's probably already dropped into your Kindle or Kindle app. If you don't have a Kindle, you can just read it on the Kindle app on your phone or computer. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. So kind of long announcement, but it's the day. I can't even believe it. it it's one of those things. I don't know if I'm sure you guys feel this too, but kind of reminded me of like prom or a graduation, like whatever graduation and there's all this buildup and you're so excited and then you have the day and you go through all the events and then you're like whoa it happened <laughs> it's kind of like christmas <laughs> so i think i'm just still soaking in it and letting it be this whole process you know the book in itself is this huge energy there's a huge energy within it that moves through it and it's kind of like its own business its own i mean it's it's own entity. And I'm just really excited for it to reach more people and for it to help people remember how powerful they really are. And I really believe this information is so crucial to be sharing and embodying, utilizing now more than ever before. And in fact, as we continue to shift in terms of the frequency on the planet, we're really going to, we're going to have to use these tools because the old ways of being aren't going to work. And the best way I can describe that is I know I have experienced this with my physical body and many of you have been with me as I've gone through this process. And many of you are going through this as well, where the more you raise your vibration and do this type of energy work and shift your level of consciousness, we're shedding these layers and our physical bodies are changing in parallel with the frequency of the earth shifting. And with that has come For me, I know changes in my circadian rhythm, changes in my diet and how I move my body, really the the entire way that I take care of my body 
types of supplements that I consume. You know, we talk about my obsession with electrolytes and hydration and algae. I have had to really shift the way that I support my body and take care of my body. And there have been a lot of things that make no sense to my logical brain and all of my nutrition training, everything I learned in school, I've had to just throw out the door because it's a whole different ball game when we are working with new DNA being expressed. And I know a lot of people are still like, hmm, that sounds very like out there. And then you go through it and you experience it and you just know, right? And so it's been an interesting process. But my point is, as we're seeing this happen physiologically at the same time, right, we, we are changing. And so the way that we do everything is going to have to shift and change. And so if we're still taking these really 3D approaches, they're just not going to hold. They're just not going to work. And I know for me, again, the more that I have done this frequency work, the more I channel, the more I work with my guides and work with my energy body and detox my system. With business, for example, where I used to I used to lead more with kind of the masculine energy 3D approach and I and then I kind of went into this more, you know, I feel like really balanced masculine and feminine approach. Now it's sort of like <laughs> a lot of the 3D stuff honestly just does nothing. It's it's more of like just aligned action which is really just important because of the energy behind it and what's more important for me now is is the energy work and so energy work with my business is actually the most important tool for me and what moves the needle the most. And if I don't do as much of that, things just feel stuck. And the more time I spend on that, like seeing that as the bulk of what I'm, of what I'm quote unquote doing, right. The better things go. And so that's been, you know, even me living it and and channeling this and being so immersed in this, it still is kind of a mind fuck. <laughs> It still is a mindfuck. I'm like, holy shit, like it's actually happening. Like, whoa, whoa, we're not just talking about it anymore. This is in process. And I'm seeing things that I used to just do out of habit or or I've done for a while and always worked, always worked, plug and play. And I'm like, whoa, that's just not working anymore. And I have to go the energetic route. And so I think that's why no, that's why this information came down at this time. The guides you know, I channeled this and then I was just kind of sitting on it for a while, like I've talked about before and just going through my own personal process and they were nudging me and really stopped everything in my life. And they're like, nothing's going to move again until you put this out there because it is time relevant. And especially with the next few books that are coming out and really everything I channel, it's through a different portal than people have channeled before, right? So when people are channeling, it's some people, it's very it stands the test of time. And I think, you know, much of the themes do, but the things I channel are very time relevant in the sense of like, this is information that needs to come through now. And the information that is coming through now as a whole is, is much more from the divine feminine energy portal than what was channeled before. Right. So we're kind of seeing just a difference in, in the information. And as I just said that, I just looked at my computer and it's 3.33 here and it was 11.11 on my garage band. I mean, you just can't make this up. You just can't make it up. If you have been following me for a while, you probably know that I struggled with clinical depression and generalized anxiety disorder for much of my life. It was really debilitating and held me back from doing so many things and I tried so many different 
supplements and medications and uh, therapists approaches, so many different methods to get it under control. And a lot of it really just didn't work. And as an entrepreneur, when I started my own business, it brought on this whole other level of stressors. And one of the supplements I found years ago, early on in my business that completely changed my life was Ned CBD. And I know the CBD market is so saturated. And that's why at the beginning of using Ned, I I was skeptical and I got on a call with the founder and just blasted, blasted him with all of these questions and ended the call really impressed because the science was there. The sourcing was great. So I decided to try it out. And pretty soon after using Ned, I mean, it changed my whole life. I was able to fall asleep really easily, sleep through the whole night. My anxiety during the day was pretty much gone. I wasn't dealing with low mood anymore. My inflammation from autoimmune disease was gone and my hormones rebalanced and I was able to get my period back after it was missing for four years. Ned is USDA certified organic and these products are science-backed nature-based solutions that offer an alternative to prescription and over-the-counter drugs. Ned's full-spectrum hemp oil nourishes the body's endocannabinoid system, which offers functional support for stress, sleep, inflammation, and overall balance. And I want to talk about their incredible new product, which has been in development for over a year, Ned's De-Stress Blend. I'm obsessed with this. It's a one-to-one formula of CBD and CBG made from the world's purest full-spectrum hemp and features a botanical infusion of ashwagandha, cardamom, and cinnamon. And of course, it's certified organic. CBG is known as the mother of all cannabinoids because of how effective it is at combating anxiety and stress by inhibiting the reuptake of GABA, the neurotransmitter responsible for stress regulation. Then there's the ashwagandha, which is an amazing Ayurvedic adaptogen that enhances your body's resilience to stress. And the cardamom and cinnamon, the delicious taste of de-stress is thanks to the cinnamon and cardamom. Cinnamon is a really powerful prebiotic that helps your gut health which we know supports our mental health, and the cardamom combats stress by helping reduce your blood pressure and cortisol levels. This combination is so powerful. I am obsessed with it. So if you struggle with stress, get your hands on Ned's de-stress blend. If you want to give Ned a try, Christina, the channel listeners get 15% off Ned products with code Christina. So visit helloned.com slash Christina to get access. You can go to helloned, H-E-L-L-O-N-E-D.com slash Christina, C-H-R-I-S-T-I-N-A for 15% off. And as always, I would like to thank Ned for sponsoring the show and offering our listeners a natural remedy for some of life's most common health issues. What I wanted to talk about today was something that is so core to the concepts in the book, manifestation in general. And that is how do you listen to your soul versus ego? Now, the key with really creating the reality we desire, right, is is following our inner desires and allowing ourselves to live in alignment, to live in flow. This is why I love tools like human design that are really an individualized roadmap to help us start to experiment to see what really does feel aligned for us. And for so many of us, certainly me, certainly me, and I know many others, I grew up with the belief that things had to be hard and it was only worth it if it was hard. And I spent my whole life working hard, working my ass off, hustling, grinding. And I think I made things a lot harder than they had to be many times because it gave me some type of ego boost. I felt like I was just doing better if I was working harder, but I was 
you know, secretly dying inside. I mean, my, my poor adrenals, <laughs> my poor adrenals <laughs> for so long. I was thinking about the other day, how in high school, I, I know I've said this before, but in high school, I literally ran off of five hour energies. They're so bad for you, but it was the only way I could survive. I was getting like two hours of sleep a night for years. It was, it was so unhealthy. Wow. <sighs> wow. You live and you learn. I used to sell five hour energies out of my locker. I had so many. <laughs> and now here I am and I'm, I'm crazy about my sleep. It's so important. It's so important. But back to what I'm saying. So how do I listen to my soul versus ego? Because the key to living in alignment, it's listening to your intuition, listening to your soul, listening to your higher self, right? And so if you think about it like, like a board game or a video game, you're trying to attract something in and let's say you're trying to get to a certain destination. We're using that analogy here. And your higher self is looking above. Your higher self created the game and keeps whispering to you, go this way, go that way. But you, your ego is in the little car of the game and you can literally only see down this road in front of you. And your ego's like, no, no, that doesn't look like it's going to work. But you literally can only see 10 feet in front of you. Your higher self literally can see how to get there. And so what you think is a roundabout way or doesn't make sense is actually the shortcut. But what people do is they listen to their ego over their soul. And I know that this is a really tricky thing for a lot of people. That's the question they ask. It's like, okay, so so much of this book is about listening to your soul. And there's a lot in there about how to and what that feels like, you know. But that's a question I get asked quite often is how do I learn to listen to my soul? Because the thing is that I think a lot of us overanalyze, overthink, overcomplicate. And that's the thing, right? People will start to approach concepts like manifestation or doing energy work, and they're still trying to apply their 3D logic. It's kind of like with energy work, I always tell my clients, people I'm training in energy healing with a high, I'm like, remember energy work, intuitive work, it's effortless. It's all about intention. You decide it's effortless. So removing from this paradigm where it's so much effort to it is effortless. That doesn't mean there aren't energetic challenges, but in terms of efforts, it's a completely different thing. It's kind of like, I mean, this blew my mind when I started working as an energy healer where I could just intend, move my hands, hold my hands over something and literally clear an entire energy knot of fear or shame or guilt that was so deeply embedded that had influenced my whole life and how I was showing up and contributed to to so many outbursts and so much unhappiness. And within just a couple minutes, that was just cleared, right? Or even just within a few seconds of working in my records and working with a high, something that had been affecting me for so long, I could just clear it. And I thought, holy shit, <laughs> I mean, it's like you think about the rest of your life and all of the hard work you go through and you're like, oh my God, this is so different. Is it really that fast? It's almost unbelievable, right? But if we don't believe it, we won't experience it. Anyway, it happens. And then you have that experience and you think, wow, this is really shifting my paradigm around my entire life, or at least that was what it was for me. And that was one of the reasons why just the experience of opening up my psychic gifts and working as an energy healer just changed my personality so much because it just opened my mind to, okay, if things can be like so much easier in this area and people can get such better results 
can I apply this to every other area of my life? And I started to think, where am I just trying too hard? And that's something that intuitively I always felt with with my business and with my health and struggling for, for a long time. I thought, none of this just makes sense to me on an intuitive level because it shouldn't be this hard. It shouldn't be this hard. Like naturally, our bodies want to be healthy. Our bodies want to be healthy. Our bodies are talking to us. We are naturally high frequency beings. The body wants to get back to that natural state. It's just about figuring out where are we in resistance to that? Where are we in our own way? And that's a really powerful question to ask. Where am I in my own way? Where am I adding resistance? Where am I trying too hard? Where am I trying to force again and again and again, right? Because that's really where it shows up is somebody's trying to force or make something work and they're pushing again and again and again. And the universe is like, we're we're putting we're we're putting some obstacles up so that you redirect onto the path of flow, onto the path of alignment, right? And so that's somewhere to look is where do I keep pushing? Where do I keep trying again and again and again? And it feels hard and I'm feeling defeated. And am I getting pushed in a different direction because rejection is protection, rejection is redirection, redirection is protection, however you want to say it, right? All the phrases we all hear a million times. And when people don't trust that there's an easier way, right? Because what comes up for people is it's really a lack of trust. Why well, don't trust that? The universe is just guiding me towards something easier. Why don't you trust that, that it can be easier? Why won't you allow yourself to experience something that feels more like flow? Where does that lack of trust come from? What was the program underneath that? Who taught you that you can't do that, that you shouldn't do that, that it's not safe? It's not good enough, right? So where does that trust issue come from? The thing is that if you really break it down with manifestation, with creating the reality you want, with living in happiness, right? Because it's not about the physical things. (laughs) It's about how we think they're going to make us feel, right? And so what is it to live in that happiness the whole way through and realize that it's not a place we're getting to, but it really is being in the journey and having fun the whole way through? And that creates a really rich, meaningful life. We can talk about all the different things to manifest, but at its core, if you can master listening to your soul, listening to your soul, and then acting on that highest alignment and that excitement, you're, you're good to go. You're golden. It really is following your soul because your soul, your highest self is always guiding you in the direction of what you desire is always guiding you toward living in pure happiness and peace and joy and love. And if that's the only thing you do, just follow your soul. You don't have to set any intentions. <laughs> you know, you don't, you don't have to do all this other stuff. If you can master following your soul over your ego, your whole life will change. Your whole life will rearrange. Quick question. Did you know that you can get text messages from me? I am about to give you my number and all you have to do is send a text so that I have your number And then you will receive regular quick text messages from me with daily downloads from my guides, manifestation tips, and other little messages that will brighten your day. So if you want to text me, here is my number, 205-883-8280. You can opt out anytime, but I don't think you will want to. So again, that number is 205-883-8280. 
I am so excited to get your text. So let's tune in to that for a second. I want to see what what comes through, what the guides have to say about how do we listen to our soul versus our ego. Okay, so the first thing they're saying is simply bringing awareness to your thoughts. So the more you are in awareness of what your thoughts are, you can start to identify where is that coming from. So I've talked about this before in terms of sometimes it feels like it's coming from a different place. For me personally, when my soul is speaking, it feels like it's coming from from deep in my heart space or in my womb. Also, it can feel like it's coming from the top of my crown um, or kind of the back of my head versus if it's my ego, I feel like it's coming more from my spleen actually for me personally or the front of my head. Like I can feel it in my frontal cortex, right? And so when you're thinking about something or, or feeling something, really tuning into your physical body because the body holds so much wisdom, right? And And the body is is where our intuition shows up really strongly and in a way that you really can't make up, right? So when you're really caught in in your head, when you're really caught in your head and thinking about it, just dropping into your heart space, right? What's coming from my heart? And where do I feel it in my body in general? Like, what am I feeling in my body? Am I feeling lit up? Am I feeling depleted? Just noticing the, the different places that that you're feeling that thought or or that desire, right? Or when you think about, oh, I think I wanna do that, is that coming from your head or is that coming from your heart? And do I want to do that or do I want that because of what I think the end results will give me because of how I think it will make me look or feel at the end? Or is it because I'm in enjoyment of the process? So am I choosing something that actually puts me in alignment with more struggle? And if so, what could be another perspective so that I can still get what I desire? but in a way that feels joyful and expansive the whole way through. So your soul and your ego will often sound a little bit different or feel a little bit different in terms of where is it coming in and also even the tone, right? And so this could be the tone of your own thoughts. You might feel like it's my thought, right? A lot of your thoughts are your downloads, (laughs) right? So it's identifying the thoughts and then asking where is that coming from? And so you can feel into where it's coming from physically. You can also feel into the tone of it. And the ego is often, especially if you're you're newer to this, I think of the process as kind of like turning, we're learning to turn the radio dial down a bit on the ego and up a bit on, on the soul. So that becomes what is louder, right? And over time, that becomes the loudest thing. And to me, it's not about trying to push our ego down and, and, you know, the ego is trying to protect us. It's trying to protect us based on previous experiences and what it's learned, right? Doesn't want us to get in bad situations, but it's like that, the way I describe it is like, it's like this, this little kid that who's like scared, right? No, I don't, I don't want to go to, I don't want to go. It's going to be scary. I don't want to deal with that. I'm, I'm, I don't want to go. Right. And the parents like, just give it a shot. Just give it a shot. Right. And then the kid goes and comes back like, wait, that was amazing. Oh my gosh. Right. <laughs> right. So the, the ego is like a little kid who doesn't want to try new things because it's just scared because it doesn't know about it yet. Right. But if we don't, and this is what they say, <laughs> it's, it's that line, the unknown is everything you've ever wished to experience in the book. The ego is, is afraid of, of the unknown, right? Because the unknown is, I mean, maybe there's a tiger in there that's going to come kill me. Right. It's that kind of primal energy, but it's just, this is unknown. And so that's scary because if I don't know it, it it could be negative, 
right? But here's the thing, if I don't already have it, then it's not in my in my known energetic space. So therefore what I desire actually is is in the unknown inherently. So we must go into the unknown to receive it. But the ego often will be a little bit louder, a little bit more urgent, a little bit it's fear-based, right? So it can can sound a little like more tantrum-y or a little more no, no, like there's this urgency versus the soul. The voice of the soul, I mean, it comes from a deep place and it has often kind of like a it's a, it's more of a neutral tone more of a neutral tone it can feel a little like lighter and it's it's coming from love so it goes back to that question that i always say these are the the questions the two most powerful questions i would say that guide my life i always ask when i'm making a decision is this coming from love or fear which one is this coming from abundance or scarcity and if i align myself with honesty, then the answer is revealed, right? So starting to just first you bring awareness to what's coming up and what you're thinking, what you're feeling and those thoughts. And you start to just observe them and then ask questions around them. Like, where is that coming from? Is that from love or is that from fear? Well, why do I believe that? Why am I expecting that? What's my assumption underneath that? Is that coming from abundance or scarcity? Is that really true? Or is that my fear talking? Is that really true or is that this more insecure aspect of me talking? Is that in alignment with my highest self? What would my highest self say? And this is why something like meditation or there are all kinds of different practices that you can do where you're just getting more in touch with your soul, right? Reconnecting with that. That's obviously within you comes through you and you start to really get familiar with it. It's sort of like, you know, maybe you meet someone, have a good time, you become better friends. And over time, you hear them talk so many times, you know, here's the thing. Most of you who listen to this, let's say you randomly heard my voice. You're walking in a grocery store and you hear my voice on a loudspeaker. You know, it's me. You're like, that's Christina. (laughs) I know her voice. Right. And so what allowed you to get that familiar with my voice? Well, you've listened to me many times. So you know what it sounds like. And it's literally the same thing with learning to listen to your soul versus your ego you bring awareness to it, identify where is that coming from? And when you ask those guiding questions, it will become clear. And the more often you do that, you don't even have to go through that whole process of of asking those other questions because you already know the tone, you already know the feeling, you already know what it's from, you already know where it's coming from. So when I first started this practice, I asked all of those questions and I had to take some time to get to know those voices. And now when something comes up, like a decision or an opportunity or, you know, whatever, I'll hear my ego and my soul. And I don't have to even ask those questions because I already know the different tones. I'm like, oh, well, my ego is saying this and then my soul is saying that. And I'm just in awareness of both. And what can be really helpful is let's say you are, you're really wondering, I don't know, about, there's a certain decision you have to make. And so you sit down and you literally just give your ego some space. So I like to, I love to do this where I'll say, okay, I am tuning into this question that I have in my life. I'd like some guidance around this. I'm calling forward my higher self. And I'll say, you know, I'll think about, what what do I think about this? Just tuning into it myself. And then I'll say, okay, ego, I'm going to invite you to step forward and tell me what you think. You have the floor here. And just let it go, right? All the limiting beliefs, all the reasons why you shouldn't, or all the reasons why you should, whatever it is, just give it the floor. Give it the floor. It just wants to be heard, right? It's like a little kid that just wants attention. Just give it some attention. Thank you. Thank you so much for your input. 
I appreciate that, right? It got the floor. It got to say what it wanted to say. Amazing. So now I'm going to ask you to step aside for a moment. I'll literally say, ego, please step aside. And my highest self, I'm going to ask you to step forward. My soul self, we're going to ask you to step forward. Soul self, come forward now. Soul self, highest self, what would you like to share about this? And see what comes through. And notice the difference in texture, in feeling, in tone, in information. One's going to very much feel like, oh, that was very fear-based. <laughs> and the other is going to feel like, wow, that was, that was loving, right? Because if something's not for your highest and best, the soul will still tell you, but it's in a very loving tone, right? The difference would be, let's say my ego, no, don't do that. No, right? The soul, the energy of the soul is like, not right now, dear one. Lovingly, gently. And so any emotional reaction I'm having, any emotional response, will be after the voice of my soul comes through. So it'll be more in response to what it says, but the tone itself is neutral. And then I might respond and feel something from it. Like, oh, whoa. But when the ego comes through, it is literally threaded with that, <laughs> with that intense emotion. It's already threaded with the fear or the anger or the sadness, that intensity. Do you see the difference there? And so it's just starting to become aware of the differences, which when you can kind of compare and contrast side by side, that's a really valuable tool to start to tune into the different tones. The soul is not urgent. It's not fear-based. It is loving. It is abundant. It is honest from a very neutral place. And it's actually empowering. There's that piece of you that feels like, whoa, can I actually do that? Okay. There's like this, there's this empowerment energy underneath it. Even when and I'll speak for my, myself, there have been times when my soul has guided me to not do something. My soul, not, not the right choice. And, and because of the energy and tone of my soul, it was very loving, not the right choice. And because of the tone, the energy, I felt empowered and like, okay, I'm going to be, I'm going to be okay through this. I'm going to be okay through this because my soul is guiding me there. And so I'm clear on that alignment. I'm clear that I'm divinely guided right from my highest self versus if my ego had given the same guidance because the energy is different, it's almost like I'd be scared. I'd be afraid, nervous. Oh my gosh, what's going to happen? And so kind of noticing those different textures is going to be really helpful as well. So what else do they have to say about this? Listening to your soul versus ego, giving yourself a lot of space for all of the thoughts to come through because a lot of what's blocking many people. I'm just going to kind of, I'm just going to repeat what they're saying. A lot of what's blocking many of you is that you're not allowing yourself to, uh, to really be aware of your thoughts. So, so many of them are being suppressed. So many of them are being pushed under the surface. And so the first thing that comes up when you ask the question is that, is that top layer that was suppressed. And so if you can give more space, more breathing room for some of those thoughts that are coming from the ego, just thoughts in general, now we can actually like move those out, clear those out so that the soul can come through because you can almost think about it like the ego as this, this layer they're showing me, it's almost like a Tootsie Pop, but not that texture. So it's almost like the ego is like this outer shell and you just have to like break, go past that shell, go past that first layer to get to the inner center. And that is where the, the depth, the wisdom of the soul is, is, and 
if you never even get past that top layer and you're just looking at what's there, you're only going to see the ego. I, I like this. I like this analogy. I like this visual. So, so they're bringing up brain dumping, right? Just journaling, writing, just get it all out. So if you have a, a question or a thought or just every single day, giving your yourself some space to just dump out all of your thoughts and release the judgment. So a lot of what is blocking people from getting that clarity with, with their intuition, with, with the voice of their higher self, with the voice of their soul is that they're in judgment. They're already, they're already judging their thoughts. And that is why they don't even want to bring awareness to their thoughts because they're already in judgment of them. So if you can just set the intention that you're going to release any and all judgment of any thoughts, any feelings, any desires, and really honor yourself from a very loving space the way you would your own child, right? Or your best friend. Now that's going to help you kind of set some judgment aside and really let yourself release that which needs to be released. And then kind of reviewing through that, you can start to ask yourself these questions. Is that really true? Where does that come from? Is that a limiting belief? Is that in alignment with my highest self or is that my fear talking and starting to bring awareness to these things? But if we can start to dump out all that stuff and really bring the awareness to it and give space to it. It's like it gets it all out and then we can get to the good stuff. Then we can get to the juicy stuff. And so the more you have a practice of releasing a lot of those surface level thoughts instead of just going, going, going all the time because people are so often talking to other people and doing things and we don't have, many people don't have as much just open blank space to think, right? And to kind of move through and let those things move through it's like you have to get that top layer off to, to get to the center. So that's really important. And from there, we can also start to really tune into what do I truly desire, right? And so going back to manifestation, the key is to follow your desires. The key is to follow your joy and your excitement, right? So this is a very different way of living. It is to trust that that you are guiding yourself in the right way. And where this gets sticky for a lot of people is we have had messages in every direction that we don't know what's best. We'll ask this person, ask that person, get permission here, get permission there. Well, who told you that? And I've talked about this in a, in a previous episode or many, but we have all this conditioning that if it's from within us, we can't trust it. <laughs> and who is that serving, right? That, that's a much bigger power play that's, you know, go on about that. But what would it look like for you to be like, you know what? I'm going to really trust me. Here's the thing. If you can't trust yourself, wh why do you think you can trust everybody else? Why are you putting the opinions? This is something they talk about in the book a lot that I love. Why are you putting the opinions of other people above your own? And what makes theirs more important or more valuable or trustworthy than your own? And this is where we judge ourselves and put ourselves down and we already decide I'm not good enough. That's not true. So what would it look like for you to choose to think, to feel from a place of... I know what's best for me. I have deep wisdom within me. I just have to listen to it. I get to listen to it. And how exciting is that, that I just get to turn inward to find the answers within myself? Because I do know what's best for me on that soul level. I just have to listen, but it's already within me. And so when you think about, well, what do I desire right now? This, this is where people can get tripped up because many people hear that. Like, follow your joy, follow your excitement and ask yourself, where is that desire coming from? Why is this exciting me? Why is this bringing me joy? Is it that it simply allows me to feel that that frequency, like this this pure love, this pure joy, this pure compassion, and that's the energy all around it? Or is the desire coming from ego? Right? Is so is the desire coming from my soul? 
or is the desire coming from my ego? Why is it that I want that? Is it because I think it's going to get me certain status, get me praise, make people think something of me, make me feel more important, make me feel better than? Is it coming from a place of fear? Is it coming from a place of comparison? Is it coming from a place of old programming or limiting beliefs? Following the desires of your soul often makes no logical sense, right? Because it's just this pure energy of, I desire to do that from this deep place. And there's no agenda. There's no agenda. This isn't coming from a place of feeding my ego or what I think it's going to get me. If I was alone on an island, this is what I would be so excited to do. I would be so excited to do this and exploring this and moving in this direction in that process, just doing it right now. This is supporting me and feeling the frequency I want to feel right now. It's supporting me in feeling expansive, aligned, joyful, peaceful, loving. And this is why a lot of people question their soul, their soul's desires, because the soul's desires often guide you to things that that support you in feeling a certain frequency, which then allows something else to drop into your physical reality because at that point you are embodying that vibration versus the ego will often lead you toward a more what seems like logical path to getting to what you want where the frequency is the end result which doesn't always work right because if you are trying to get to a destination if you're trying to get to an end frequency from from a frequency of of guilt of shame of judgment of pressure of anger of sadness i mean where is that shift going to happen right because the key is to be in that frequency the whole way through and to choose that in your now and the beautiful part about the soul versus the ego is it's really choosing happiness it's really choosing happiness <laughs> And that can be really triggering for people. A lot of people have deep fears around that or deep judgment around choosing their own happiness. But then what's, what's people's biggest regret on their deathbed, you know? And with this, what they're saying next is another block for a lot of people is it's thinking it's too easy and it's thinking that they don't know. And so what would it look like for you to say, I'm aligning myself with full confidence in myself and I do know. So let's just remove anywhere that we are living in the illusion that we don't know. Let's just decide I'm releasing the the sentence, the phrase, whatever you want to call it. I don't know because then that's what you're creating in your reality. And so let's start affirming, I do know. I do know and I'm open to bringing that knowing into my conscious awareness and I'm bringing that knowing into my conscious awareness right now. And whatever comes through, which maybe it did right then, do you trust it? Because the block is second guessing. People second guess. And then when they overthink it, now they start to go into illusions and stories and limiting beliefs. But the soul is that instantaneous. It just drops in, just drops in. There's no creation. There's no linear path, right? It just drops in. It's clear loving, neutral, effortless. And sometimes it can feel so obvious (laughs) that we overlook it because we're still running from that deep programming that it needs to be hard to figure it out. So are you trying to figure out what your soul is saying versus remembering it's, it's a soul knowing, I just know. I just know. And really tuning into the feeling in your body 
about what you desire, what you're being drawn to. So what if you committed to not second guessing yourself? I mean, think about how much time people waste second guessing themselves. (laughs) Right? People waste a lot of time second guessing themselves and going back and forth for months, for years. What if you just trusted your knowing? I'll also just say human design authority. (laughs) That's very helpful. Learning your human design authority. All right, let me see. Is there anything else that we want to talk about? How do we, how do you listen to your soul versus your ego? They're saying you're overcomplicating it. Overcomplicating it. Underneath the question when so many people are asking this is, again, this energy of I need to figure it out. It's this puzzle to solve. But the thing with, with the soul, with your inner knowing is it is, actually so crystal clear. It just requires awareness and trust and honesty and love for yourself to be that honest with yourself and openness to receiving, openness to to choose your happiness, to choose your joy, to choose yourself, which is actually when you're truly choosing from your soul, also choosing love, which extends out to everybody around you. And so if you're trying to approach, what they're saying is if you're trying to approach <laughs> how do I tune into my soul versus ego? Like another thing you have to figure out, like another math equation, like another whole process you have to learn versus knowing that, okay, how do I tune into my soul versus my ego? My soul, listening to my soul, this is my natural state. This is the most obvious thing. This is what I've always known. It's always been deep within me. It's not a skill. It's something I have to develop outside of me or figure out outside of me. It's not something that I'm going to find outside of me. It's always been within me. It's always been within me. It's always been that that voice, that feeling, that nudge within me. And now I'm just remembering. Now I'm just coming back to it. Now I'm just peeling back the layers and cleaning off the dirt, pulling back the curtains so I can allow that to step forward and allow that to shine. And really at the end of the day, all you have to do is ask because you command. You command. You simply say, soul self, please step forward. Soul self, please speak to me now. Soul self, please drop in this inner knowing in alignment with the highest love and truth and compassion. And then allow that to come through and trust it. Because it's gonna come through like, maybe maybe it's a thought, maybe it's a feeling, maybe it's a frequency packet, right? But do you trust yourself to be the translator? It's your own soul, you know it. It is the most obvious thing ever, right? And the analogy they're using is breathing. I love this, right? So we're all breathing here right now. And you're just doing it automatically. And it's so obvious. And if you had never heard anybody talk about breathing, like imagine you're, you're 15 and no one in your whole life has ever talked to you about breathing. And they're like, do you know how to breathe? You're like, no, I don't know. How do I figure out how to breathe? But you've literally been doing it forever. It's the same thing with your soul, right? And it's like, like breathing, we're doing it all the time, but then we can actually learn how to breathe in, in ways that support our body, that get us into parasympathetic state, that help us to release emotions, right? We can do all that with breath work. There's so much power with the breath. It's the same thing when it is finally becoming aware of, oh shit, my soul has always been talking to me. <laughs> so now I can actually give it the floor and see all of the amazing things that happen when I utilize the knowing within me, when I become aware of the knowing that's already within me. You've always been doing it. It's a thing that's so obvious. It's so obvious that you, that you overlooked it because we like to jump to, this has to be hard. This is a process. How do I learn this? There's gotta be more. How do I Google it? What's a 20 step method? If it's not hard, it's not working. 
it's literally your knowing. You've been doing it forever. And one last thing they're pointing out, and I want to wrap this up. I'm sure we could talk about this forever. The more that you spend time with your inner child's inner child time, inner child days, doing inner child work, hanging out with your inner child, listening to your inner child, playing, having fun, being creative, it just comes through. It becomes much louder, right? As a kid, you were very aligned with your, the voice of your soul. It was a lot louder. And then over time, the ego voice gets louder because of conditioning. So the more we really let our inner child out, the more we play, the more we have fun, do stuff that you still love to do when you were a kid. And you let yourself embody that energy and even bring your inner child forward. This is going to bring some clarity as well. All right, I'm going to wrap up there for today. Just some thoughts on listening to your soul versus your ego. This is so core to manifesting effortlessly. If you can really identify what's soul versus ego, your entire life will shift because it's just identifying it and then following soul versus ego. And that is brave. That's courageous. But that is the road to miracles. I know this. <laughs> I see this so often, right? It's those brave decisions that really align us with what we want effortlessly. But most people don't take the quote unquote leap. But it's not really a leap. It's literally your higher self that can see the whole picture and is saying, this is the faster way. Just listen. Just listen. And now we're finally listening. And so things can come in so much more easily and effortlessly. And if you want more on this and all things mastering manifestation, be sure to get my new book, Manifestation Mastery. You can go to manifestationmasterybook.com, get your freebies, buy it on Amazon, and be sure to leave a review to get a free bonus chapter. I am so excited for all of you to get your hands on this. And if this episode helped you, be sure to take a screenshot, share it to social media, tag me at Christina, the channel pod. And that way we can say thank you and repost you. And of course, when you get your books in the mail, be sure to tag me so I can see that you're reading. And I just can't wait. I can't wait for y'all to get your hands on this. So thanks again for tuning in. I hope you have an incredible rest of your day and I will chat with you again next time.